0: There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as other worldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to Source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the Psychic Scoop. Hello my spooky spirits, welcome to Psychic Scoop Podcast with Spirit Sis. I am your host, Steffi, a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher. Since it is now officially October, I wanted to get into the spooky mood because this is my favorite time of year, not only just being a psychic, <laughs> but it's just a great time of year to really get into the evil, the spooky, which is why today we are going to talk about Pluto, the god of the earth underworld. Now, Pluto is something that scares a lot of people. And I think it's actually something that when you really understand it, it transforms your entire chart. Not only that, but transforms your life. Because Pluto deals with themes of mystery, things that you keep hidden. It rules the underworld, connected to Hades, to things we feel shame about, to darkest mysteries and sexual desires and everything occult. So now that it's October, let's talk about it. Will you fear Pluto or will Pluto fear you? Fate is in your hands. Now let's talk a little bit about some controversy surrounding Pluto, because in 2001, there were some astronomers that came out and said that Pluto was not a planet. Contrary to what we all believed, Pluto is very misunderstood, it is the furthest away from the sun, and it takes 248 years to complete a full zodiac cycle. So it is very mysterious. There's still not a lot about Pluto that we understand. So some people don't think it's a planet. Some people think it's a dwarf planet, because technically there are asteroids in the way of its orbit. But in astrology, Pluto is a pretty big deal. And just because it's an outer, outer, outer planet, doesn't mean that the effects don't hinder you from time to time. Because Pluto Pluto in the chart can either hurt you or help you. Pluto likes to sit on the edge of the cliff in danger. It likes to live on the edge. And all of us have no idea which way it's going to turn. But that's part of the adventure that Pluto likes. And it also deals a lot with subconscious limiting beliefs or just the subconscious mind in general. And Pluto has a lot of impacts on society as a whole. And since Pluto takes so dang long to transit, all of the generations share the same Pluto placement. For example, I am labeled as a millennial. The Pluto in Scorpio era is from 1983 to 1995. So Pluto here is in its home sign, its ruler. And since there's deep themes in Scorpio of transformation of power and control, you know, millennials are here to bring light through darkness, all in social awareness. Also, Scorpio rules finances from other people, aka loans, and our generation millennials are the most in debt. And then we have, you know, like the boomers. And they have Pluto in Leo. And that's, you know, in a low vibration, can be about egotistical power or being set in their ways or in a high vibration, peace, harmony, love, connecting the world all together. And then uh, one final example, I'll use Gen Z, their Pluto and Sagittarius. And honestly, it rules spirituality and global connections. Think about how popular astrology has become recently on TikTok. Can I say that TikTok is being shared all over the world? (laughs) Just perspective on how Pluto can transform those generations. And if you look back at history, they discovered Pluto, about I think it was like three or four months before the stock market crash and the whole worldwide economic depression when Hitler had his rise into the world wars and you know when like Pluto transited Scorpio. There was a lot of death with the pandemic of AIDS and viruses. And you know, now Pluto is in Capricorn. And there's been a lot of questioning society and capitalism systems and government. And that makes a lot of sense in work, honestly, work environments too, like Pluto rules sex stuff too, darker sex themes. So we saw the Me Too movement. And then we're seeing Black Lives Matter in this Pluto and Capricorn, we're breaking down society's picture perfect life and saying this is this is wrong. This is shameful. And when Pluto moves into Aquarius in 2024 2025, I can only imagine those themes are going to heighten tenfold, especially when it comes to social injustices, marginalized groups of people, and hopefully bringing the collective to some sort of peace, but it has to get dark before it gets dawn. Now, what makes Pluto so mysterious, which I kind of already alluded to, is how it can either go from a very, very high or very, very low. It's death and rebirth. It is creation or destruction, it carries all of that weight So let me just put this into perspective, though. Every single thing that Pluto destroys is because it's meant to be brought up on a sturdier foundation. Let's talk about the parallels to the tower card or the death card if you're talking about tarot. Both of those cards can be really scary when you see it, but you realize it's messaging break down what's not working, what needs to die, and how I can build this on a foundation that feels like it's more... More light that feels like I've grown from this, that feels like evolution. Because if it's not on that sturdy foundation, a little crack in the foundation is going to crumble it. So that's why I believe getting in touch and really befriending your Pluto is one of the biggest gifts you can give yourself in the chart. And doing a lot of this outer work too with your Pluto and your Saturn and your Uranus, those outer planets, you know, sometimes that just naturally comes after your Saturn return. (laughs) Because when you're coming up to your Saturn return, all you're focusing on is just getting there. And that happens, by the way, 27 to 31. But most accurately, when it's actually transiting is most always around 29 years old. So, what I will say about that getting to know your Pluto is getting to know your shame and your shadow. Shadow work is so important. I've already talked about it on the podcast. But where do you feel shame? Where do you feel ego? How can you transform that From darkness into light. And that's the biggest takeaway that you should really marinate in for this episode. Because Pluto isn't as scary as it seems, even though this is like a spooky Halloween type October episode. I want to just remind you that anything in the spiritual space that is dark or dirty or scary... Those are like the best little pockets of of truth and knowledge you can have about yourself, so I just wanted to remind you if you if you look at your chart and you see a lot of squares to your Pluto or you see it in a place that just seems like, "Oh my gosh, how am I going to get over this?" You gave yourself a gift in this lifetime, putting your Pluto in that position. So I always like to bring a little positive to the dark. And that's exactly what Pluto doesn't want you to do, but you can do it. (laughs) Pluto wants you to stay small. I want you to play big. And when you like literally stomp on that Pluto, it's amazing how big your life will transform. And that's the whole point. Regeneration. And Pluto at the end of the day is giving you this so you can have that psychological evolution and regeneration. Let's focus on where Pluto is in our individual charts, and that might give you a little better understanding of how you can approach your Pluto, either shadow or your Pluto light. And if you don't have your chart, I recommend pulling it up either on astro.com or Cafe Astrology, seeing where your Pluto is. And I'm going to go through all of the houses very, very quickly. I'm just going to say maybe one to two sentences each of how you can use your Pluto to a high vibration, or if you notice that you're succumbing to the lower vibration. And I want you to be really, really honest with yourself because Pluto likes to keep things hidden and it Anything it feels shame on. But here it's a really good exercise to just be honest with yourself and have that awareness. And that's the first key to transformation, right? So if I say something that triggers you, it probably means that it's right. (laughs) And I want you to just hold space for yourself in these moments and have grace. So I also want to say a little caveat this is very generic because I'm not looking at your individual charts. Pluto will have a different meaning in every house and every single chart because it will have aspects to other planets. And that makes a big difference. So like I said, this is just a very standard feel of how Pluto can affect you. And if you want a deeper reading, of course, you know where to find me. Also to clarify, I'm going to be going through the houses that Pluto are in, not the signs. So I will be going through houses 1 through 12. So whenever you see that Pluto, which is indicated by a big P, look to the left and see what, if it's like a little pie chart, see which number is sitting by the Pluto Okay. So first things first, let's talk about Pluto in the first house. So Pluto in the first house, your shadow side is feeling like you need to be in control at all times. Feeling like if you're not in control because you have maybe deep insecurities, or maybe you're not confident that you need to control the narrative in some way. And this could also fall in some victim or Or victim blaming behavior. Now the high vibration of Pluto in the first is transforming those limiting beliefs and also big transformation in the way you look and the way you surrender to control. So if you're feeling insecure in any way, Pluto in the first is a really good way to cultivate any self-love practices and radically transform your life into insecurity, into owning those little flaws about you and making them beautiful. Pluto in the second house. So Pluto in the second shadow side can be addicted to how you're making your money, having this power-hungry control for being very rich Or having all the resources, being maybe a little selfish in how you're handling your money, or keeping it too close to the chest could come in possession, or getting paranoid about your security. That is some of the shadow aspects. One of the light sides of Pluto in the second is being charitable with your money and truly letting money have no power over you. That's a big, big thing. And knowing that you are secure and stable within yourself. You don't need to seek outside resources to make you feel stable. You're stable because you're who you are. And the more authentic you are in that, the more this will shine through. Pluto in the third, this can uh, have a few different shadow sides. Pluto in the third could be afraid to speak your truth, afraid that you're not good enough when you are holding space, when you are just being yourself, wanting to speak your mind, you feel like no one's listening to you. Another shadow side of Pluto here could feel like maybe you have a weird competition with a sibling this can actually play out where there's just something there and you don't understand why but you feel this like anger or hatred toward them pluto here can also have weird influences on social media how how you feel like you're being perceived is not necessarily how you are you feel like powerless over your content or something like that and the high vibration of pluto here is deepening your connections, how you come off to people. It's like if people don't rock and support you, they're not for you. So it's basically lowering the veil and not having an expectation of how people see you. People are going to love you because you're you and that's all that matters. So just make sure to be your authentic self when you can and speak your truth. And sometimes in this placement, you actually could become like a really good writer or teacher or a very powerful artist. Pluto in the fourth, no lie, this is a pretty hard place to have Pluto challenging, but it's the karma you chose and it's something that you will really grow from. So Pluto in the fourth shadow side, feeling very disconnected from parent units. This could be like you were abandoned or you were neglected or you were abused in some way, or it can also manifest in a mother type figure or a father type figure being jealous of you. Now the high vibration of this Pluto is reparenting yourself or how you, if you want to become a parent in this lifetime, can transform that trauma by truly being more present in your children's lives. So this is a Pluto placement, like I said, that is very challenging at first when you're growing up, it feels very cold and icy and it's hard but is one of the best ones to have because you're able to really, really, really reframe the way that you live your life through a perspective of radical change, especially if it involves some sort of psychology involved in that change. Okay, fifth house Pluto. The shadow side of fifth house Pluto will feel like you are creatively blocked. It will feel like You can't flirt with people. You feel like no one is romantic towards you. Or maybe you just feel like your art or your creativity or whatever you're putting out there, there's always someone that's going to be better. That's the shadow side of this. Now, the high vibe of Pluto in the fifth house is putting out art putting out creative stuff that comes from a place of pain. So, if you are transforming that pain that you felt into a creative endeavor, maybe it's like a a script, maybe it is a painting, maybe it is a song or an interpretive dance or a recipe. I mean, who knows? It can be anything that you feel creative in. Also, fifth house has a lot to do with like romance and flirting and stuff. It could just be literally like letting romantic partners come to you and not being so damn obsessed with like, oh, they think I'm cute. They think I'm hot. It's just like, you know, the person that will find you will find you for those little vulnerabilities and flaws and deepness and not necessarily because of something you're putting out there. All right, Pluto in the six, Pluto in the six can manifest in shadow form of deep hypochondria, being really scared of death, being really scared of like little things in your body going wrong, googling yourself into thinking you have cancer, those types of things are very common anxiety and nervous system disorders for Pluto in the six. And also it can manifest in disordered eating Or being a little too over the top with how you're exercising, obsessing on how your body looks and body dysmorphia, or honestly, overwork. There's a few things that Pluto can manifest in this in this spot. Now, Pluto in the high vibration here, very dedicated to your work and how you're showing up every day. Pluto in the six should be disciplined. <laughs> I hate to say that, but you really should care about how you're nourishing your body and sitting in meditation and enjoying the balance of life. So not necessarily overdoing just one thing, finding solitude and finding calming activities. So you can slow down that Pluto energy, especially when it comes to like getting really aware with how your body is feeling and getting really aware about how you're interacting with people every single day with like who you work with, who you talk to, and how you are showing up. So having actually a schedule is good as long as there's room to breathe in that schedule. Pluto in the seventh house. There's no way to spin this. This is someone in a shadow form of Pluto could attract some toxic relationships. It could be someone that has been in an emotionally abusive relationship or someone that stays too long in a relationship because they're just super comfortable, even though they desire a great love and a great romance, they're just along for the ride and they kind of put their needs aside for their partner. That's how it manifests in shadow here. And how you can transform your Pluto in the 7th to a light spot is being independent, having your own autonomy, knowing that you can't show up in relationships until you are full yourself. Overall, just having peace and harmony in all of your relationships. This placement also makes for a very good relationship coach or marriage counselor. Okay, Pluto in the 8th. Now, Pluto really likes to be in the 8th house, so you got kind of lucky with your Pluto Uh, placement. However, that doesn't mean it doesn't have shadow. So Pluto in the eighth shadow could be addictions of some sort. It could be sex related, like maybe you've had some sexual trauma in your life. This could also mean shadow in endings. So endings like things abruptly end for you, or maybe you've lost some people you've loved. A lot of times too, since it's eighth house of joint finances, it could be maybe there's some trauma around divorce, your own or your parents, things like that can happen with the shadow side of Pluto in the eighth. Now, the upside and the lightness of Pluto in the eighth is honestly being like the super sleuth. I love this placement because people get really into true crime. They're really into documentaries. They're really good at breaking down psychology of humans and make some of the best therapists in the world, Pluto in the eighth or detectives. But I will just say Pluto in the eighth has a deep fascination with death in a good way, connecting to spirit. There are actually a lot of beautiful placements of light in Pluto here, And sometimes even those shadow parts can transform into deep light parts if you are teaching people what you've gone through or you're helping or coaching other people go through trauma as well. Pluto in the ninth house, shadow aspects. Pluto in the ninth could have A deep fascination with education, and maybe feeling some shadow around like going to university or getting a higher education or feeling like you never got what you needed when it came to like how you were brought up and feeling like there was lack of or maybe not feeling quote unquote smart enough. There could also be a shadow side of believing in things and trusting in things, you know, like not believing in... Spirit stuff, not believing in God, having some sort of weird fascination. With religion or feeling really against the religion you were raised in, all of those themes come to play. And a high vibration of Pluto here can really transform and take back the reins of how they learn things. So Pluto in the ninth can feel like they want to go back to college and they want to do it on their own terms. They want to pay for their education. They want to learn what they want to learn. And sometimes it's not even in like a traditional way. Sometimes people with Pluto in the want to go into a spiritual path maybe they want to be a shaman maybe they want to explore the globe and figure out what they want to learn as they learn it it's very like eat pray love energy so pluto in the ninth year you just have to really trust that the universe has your back and not feel shame when things don't work out the way that they need to just know that there is a higher calling and a higher purpose to everything that you have gone through and that the more you learn and the more you have your perception of your mind, the better it will be for your Pluto. Pluto in the 10th shadow side, this can come off at times as overambition or or be really obsessed about how you are being portrayed in the world, like public reputation. It can also just mean maybe even being a little greedy or falling into capitalism, or the opposite of that, maybe not caring at all or having no ambition towards work, feeling like you don't have a dream, feeling like everyone else is accomplishing something and you can't accomplish anything. That can happen with both of these shadow sides here. Now, the upper side of Pluto here is really taking ownership of your desires and your dreams and making them your own? How can you transform and pull yourself up from a dark place when it comes to owning your path, owning your career, owning your money story? You know, if like maybe in the past you felt like you didn't have enough money or you felt like you were always working hard but didn't get paid enough what you're worth, it's standing up for yourself and saying, hey, I'm worthy of more. And sometimes this journey comes in through not working for big corporations but maybe being your own boss. So that's how the high side of Pluto in the 10th can play out here. Pluto in the 11th. So Pluto in the 11th on the shadow side can manifest in friendships. So never feeling like you really can connect to people, feeling like it's a it's a chore to have to like reach out to people and have to talk to them and be their friends. So people can either become like your best friend right away, but it's very fake and surfacy, or people can become your enemy really quick. So it's just like this weird jealousy thing that happens where people who have this placement kind of don't never feel like they fit into a group. Now the high vibration of Pluto in the 11th house is letting your friends and your friend circle transform when it naturally needs to. Sometimes you might want to hold on to bad relationships or bad friendships. If it's not like really aligning, it's just a time for you to break up. And that's perfectly okay. And also not having any secret friends or hiding friends from each other or feeling very possessive of friends. That's actually going to help you if you're just very open. And if you want to network with so many people, just not really caring how you come off, you're just kind of like, here I am. Another huge lightness of this placement is stepping up for your friends when you need them, really checking in on them, really becoming like the best friend you can be and not in a way that's desperate in a way that feels natural to you. And just really knowing that you tried your best to maybe put an effort that's also really helpful for Pluto in the 11th. Pluto in the 12th house on a shadow vibration. It's a lot of mental health stuff. It's a lot about self-sabotage. It's a lot about fantasy or delusions, you know, thinking something is a certain way and it's not being terrified of your intuition or your gifts or feeling scared of ghosts or other realms or other things coming in. It's individuals who really, you know, give in to their desires and are scared. They keep things hidden. And a lot of times Pluto in the 12th, like they don't want anyone to know about their traumas or their shame or anything. They like to keep that close to the chest. Now, the lightness of Pluto here is transcendence to the nth degree, having a very, very devout spiritual practice, going to a psychologist all the time and understanding the pursuits of your mind, knowing that you don't have to self-sabotage, knowing that you came into this life With a strong intuition, not hiding that away. And also knowing that sometimes not everything is what's chalked up to be. Sometimes people suck. Sometimes things just suck. And not to play victim when those things happen, to just accept it and really, really surrender to the presence and time in the now. Nothing in the past or not worry about anything in the future. That if you are here right now, that is the best gift you can give yourself. All right, my beautiful people, I hope that you got a better understanding of your Pluto. And remember, it's a very, very outer planet. So I don't want you to ruminate on it too much. Just take what you can and know that Pluto will constantly be in a state of transformation your whole life, especially when you go through Pluto transits (laughs) and you have lots of support of people around you all the time. You're never alone. And sometimes owning your shame is an Scary as it needs to be. So, if you have any questions for me or want to do a more in depth reading, I can look at your Pluto or I can look at your Pluto transits and see what's going on in your life right now. You can go to my website, spiritsys.com. Also, I just released a October transit calendar and I discounted it for you because it was requested. I only do these transit calendars when there is like a lot of activity astrologically. And since we have four out of the five planets in retrograde going direct, I thought it was a great time. So the transit calendar has a lot of information for you. It has uh, daily affirmations for the transits as well as channeled horoscopes what else? Oh yeah. October is a great time for the intuition course. I've been giving people discounts if they DM me. So make sure to hit me up on Instagram at spirit underscore sis. If you have any questions about anything and thank you so much for your listenership. I'm going to do much more spooky content for October and I'm so happy you stopped by. Wishing you so much love. Make sure to transcend from dark to light. Always love you. Bye-bye.